morning, church family. It is so good to see you today on this Thursday edition of our TNT devotional happening right here in our iCampus. If we haven't met, my name is Cole. I have the great honor and joy to serve here at New Hope Church as a two-day junior high pastor. And uh, Real quick, junior high parents, can I just say I love your kids. Um, they are absolutely wild, bouncing off the walls, giving me a run for my money. But something that I love to do and uh, part of the reason why I have such a great time uh, here in the junior high room of 288 NH students is because I love being able to master energy. If you've, uh, if you've seen me talk, if you, if you know me, uh, you know and my energy is something that I'm kind of known for, just always kind of up, bouncing off the walls, things like that. And on Sunday mornings, it's kind of funny because I'm, I'm a little more used to waking up early, um, especially on a Sunday, on a weekend. Um, and I asked my students all the time, I was like, hey, do I need more coffee? And they're like, no, you don't need more coffee. And here's the thing. The funny thing is this. Um, I actually don't drink coffee a whole lot on Sunday mornings. So um, they think I'm wild on Sundays. Wait until they see me at our summer events. Um, they're going to go. It's going to be nuts. And hopefully they can feed off of that nuts energy that I will be bringing. Um, speaking about our summer events, we have some awesome things coming up for your students. The first one is called Summer Kickoff, which is happening on Saturday, June 5th, which is next weekend. Let's go. It's going to be awesome, y'all. Uh, basically what it is is uh, we are going to invite our students from our Alvin, Friendswood, Webster, and 288 campus all to 288, all to the 288 campus um, from 6 to 8 p.m. for our giant summer kickoff. What we're going to do is we're going to have a kickoff worship session. We're going to have games, movies, sports food trucks, water slides, and so much more, and we want to see your student and their friends there. Uh, this event is geared towards two things. The first one is your student having fun, uh, starting the summer off with a bang, and the second one is this. Uh, it's geared towards your student bringing their ones. Uh, just like uh, we had in the main service, uh, Pastor Tim challenged us to have ones, and we also challenged our students to have ones uh, for themselves. So um, we got students bringing their ones, and we want your student to be there. Um, so for more information, you can go to newhopechurch.tv slash student events so your student can RSVP and bring their friends. Um, now, something else that we have coming up this summer is we are having our summer camp. And uh, y'all, camp is a place where three things happen. The first one is this. Your student is going to make friends. At camp, we put students together in groups by age and gender, and, and that's their house for the week. Um, I know for me, when I was at camp, I made friends that I still talk to and still hang out with to this day. In fact, some of us actually have a vacation planned together in September, uh, which is, is pretty awesome. Um, it just goes to show that at camp, relationships form that go far beyond camp, um, that are rooted in Jesus. And it's, it's awesome. Um, something else that happens, your student is going to have tons of fun. And I can't tell you too much about what we have planned, but just know that the NH students team is working hard to make Camp 2021 the best camp yet. And we've got some great things planned for your student, and they are not going to want to miss it. Um, but not to mention, there's also some great stuff that Camp Tejas has to offer, right? There's the lake, the lazy river, the pool, the water trees, the water zipline, the giant rock wall, the crate stacking gate, the zipline, and so much more. Um, your student isn't gonna, is not going to want to miss it. Now, um, Lastly, your student's going to deepen their faith, right? And that's the important thing, right? At camp, we preach Jesus. Your student's going to be uh, hearing the word daily, not just daily, but multiple times a day. They're going to be hearing the word and sermons that some of our pastors preach. Um, we're going to dive into Bible studies every single day, multiple times a day. And y'all, camp is the place to be if your student wants to grow and if you want your student to grow. Um, it's $400. 
So camp's got a, it's got a price tag, it's $400. But here's the thing, money will not be the reason that your student doesn't go to camp. We got scholarships available, available for your student to go to camp. Um, so if that would be helpful for you and get your student to camp, please uh, go to newhopechurch.tv slash campnewhope for all information on camp and uh, also scholarships as well. Now, I could brag about what the student ministry has going on all day long. Literally, I could sit here for hours. Um, but I think it's about time that I get into our word for today. But before we do that, um, let me pray for us and then we can get into it. Uh, Jesus, we come before you thankful um, for this uh, resource to be able to meet together on, a t- on Tuesday and Thursday mornings to dive into your word, to see what you have for us, Jesus. Thank you for this opportunity. I pray for everybody listening um, that the word may be, God, that it uh, hits their hearts, that you soften their hearts, and that you uh, open their minds to what you have to say today. And Jesus, I pray that today that you use me uh, as an instrument uh, for your word. God, uh, let me fall away and let you be the only one who is speaking today, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, let's get into it. So today, uh, we're going to be in Mark chapter 13, verses 33 through 37. So if you want to open up your Bible with me, I've got mine right here. Um, you can open up to me. Again, that's Mark 13, verses 33 through 37. So it says this, um, 33 37 says, Be on guard, be alert. You do not know when that time will come. It's like a man going away. He leaves his house and puts his servants in charge, um, each with his assigned task, and tells the one at the door to keep watch. Therefore, keep watch, because you do not know when the owner of the house will come back, whether in the evening or at midnight, or when the rooster crows or at dawn. If he comes back suddenly, uh, do not let him find you sleeping. What I say to you, I say to everyone, watch. Now, we got some good stuff here, and what the scriptures, there's something in this scripture that I just want to, I want to remind you of, um, some, some good news to start the morning off with, um, and I feel like it's something that we can forget with the craziness of our jobs, the craziness of our lives, our kids' activities, our extracurriculars, everything that life has to offer. We forget this, and I just want to remind you of it, of the good news, um, and it's this, and as you know, in the beginning of book, the book of Acts, Jesus ascended and he went, went to heaven to be seated at the right hand of the Father. But I need you to know this. One day, Jesus is coming back. The Lord, the King of Kings, he's coming back. And when he does, he's coming and he's taking us with him. And that is going to be an awesome day. And though I am excited for that day, there's something else in the scripture here uh, that gets me excited. Something that, that gets me hyped um, that I hope energizes you as well. What he left us to do until it comes back gets me excited. The work that he's given us um, gets me excited. And I want to break that down a little bit as it is pointed out here in the scripture. So I'm going to read verses 33 and 34 again. And it says this. Be on guard. Be alert. You do not know when that time will come. It is like a man going away. He leaves his house and puts his servants in charge, uh, each assigned uh, with each with his assigned task, and tells the one at the door to keep watch. Now, if you don't know, um, this is a parable. And what Jesus did with parables um, is he told these parables to help people understand the message that he is trying to bring. I believe Pastor Tim has said before that they are earthly stories with heavenly meanings. Now, here in this story, we see this man leave his servants with three things. His house, 
his authority, his work, right? He leaves his house, he puts them in charge, and he leaves them with tasks. It's his house, his authority, and his work. And what I want you to know is that Jesus is the man in this story, right? So as I said earlier, Jesus ascended into heaven. He left. So this man has left us, his servants, in charge of some things. And it's an honor to be in charge of these things, his house, his authority, and his work. And I want to talk about those for a second. So the first one is this, his house. So he left his house. And if you don't know, the house of the Lord is the church. And I'm not talking about the building. The building's awesome, but I'm not talking about the building. His church is his people. It's his bride. Jesus loves the church so much that he died for it. Not only did he die for it, but he rose again from the dead for it. And he's left it in our care as part of the church, as the body, something we must do, two things. We've got to love God and we've got to love our neighbor. We've got to love God and we've got to love our neighbor. When we do these things, when we love God and we love our neighbor, the church grows. It flourishes. When we do these things, the church is healthy and it's taken care of, it's protected. We've got to take care of the house. We've got to take care of the church. Something else that he gives us is his, his authority, right? They, he left the servants in charge. And here's the thing. It is by his power and it's by his authority that we, uh, the church, the people of the church, followers of Christ, it is by his power and his authority that we can take care of the church. There are things in this world, let me tell you, that are absolutely going to be against us as believers. There are things in this world that are going to be against you as a follower of Christ, uh, trying to follow his word and be obedient to him and take care of the church. There are things that I want that to happen. In fact, the enemy wants the church to fail. He wants us as believers to fail. Uh, Jesus, in John chapter 16, verse 33, says this, In this world you will find trouble. But take heart, for I have overcome the world. It is by his authority and his power that he has overcome the world. So whatever trouble that you find, whatever it is that you're facing, it is by the power of Jesus that we can take heart in him. It is by his authority and in the name of Jesus that we can press on despite our opposition and take care of the church. And with that, we see that he's also left us with his work. He left us with a job to do. And our job, church family, is to witness to lost people. We just finished a series called We Are Witnesses Explaining This. We are witnesses to our ones. We are called to go and make disciples of all nations, to love others of ourselves. And the greatest love that we can show is by sharing the gospel of Jesus. We all have ones, right? There's 99, there's us, the people who, who have followed the good shepherd, who have followed the ways of Jesus. But there are ones, people who run away from Jesus, people who don't know him, and we are called to do his work, to spread the gospel, to spread his word, to pray for those people. That is his work. It's by making everything that we do as a church focus on spreading his word. That is his work. He's called us to be his hands and feet. But with that, there's something else as well that we're called to. Right, because there's, 
where it says he puts he leaves his house and he puts his servants in charge and he has they have their task. But there's one more thing. It says that he tells the one at the door to keep watch. I'm going to read verse 35 through 36 again. It says, Therefore keep watch, because you do not know when the owner of the house will come back, whether in the evening or at midnight, or when the rooster crows or at dawn. If he comes suddenly, do not let him find you sleeping. Uh, what I say to you, I say to everyone, watch. Watch. And here's the thing. Um, I know it might seem like I just kind of gave you a laundry list of things to do. Um, and I know personally I'm not the best with laundry lists. Um, but here's the thing. We've got things to do. And uh, I remember back when I was in school, um, in Spanish class in specific, um, I was supposed to be doing work, right? I was supposed to be uh, learning all kinds of things that I don't remember. Um, literally, I don't remember any Spanish. <laughs> That's not the point. Um, but I, I would sit there on my computer pretending to do work. But in reality, I was watching funny videos or watching video games or something like that on, on YouTube, right? And I know I was a bad student. Um, but I'm, I'm watching these things. But what I'm also doing is I'm watching, making sure the teacher isn't nearby. So I'm watching for the teacher. And when they start walking my way, I switch the screen real quick, make it look like I'm doing work. I go to like a flashcard app on, on the computer or something to make it look like I'm doing work so I can fool the teacher. Now... I would always have to watch for the teacher to make sure it looked like I was doing work. And now here's the thing. There's no fooling God. You're either, you're either doing his work or you're not. You're either doing his work or you're not. And while we are doing his work, we should be watching. Not, not in fear of being caught. Maybe in fear of being caught sleeping, right? If we're caught not doing his work, then what are, you, what are we doing, you know? But while we are doing his work, we should be watching, waiting, eagerly waiting for our king to come back. We should be excited to do his work. We should be uh, doing work so that, not so that he may be pleased, because it's not by our works that we are saved. It is by faith that we are saved. Right, but it is by our works that our faith is shown, if that makes sense. And we should be eagerly waiting for our king to come back, watching for him to come back while we do his work. We should be excited, never growing weary of doing his work. And how we can do that, how we can get excited to do his work every single day, to preach his word every single day in our homes, in our workplace, in our schools, whatever you may be doing, it's by reading his word. It's by reading his word. When I read this word, when I read the scripture, when I read the Bible, I'm reminded of his goodness. I'm reminded and rejuvenated by the story of the gospel, what he did for us. And it, it, it's with that reminding each day that I get excited and ready to do his work. So church family, let's protect his house. Let's do his work. Let's press into his authority, his power. And let's preach the gospel everywhere, everywhere we are. Let's watch, eagerly waiting for the return of our Lord. Church family, uh, I'd love to pray for you, and then um, we'll be done. <clears throat> we'll be done for the day. Jesus, we come before you thankful uh, for who you are, thankful for entrusting us with the church, thankful for uh, giving us your authority, and God uh, giving us your work to do. Jesus, I pray that today,
everyone watching finds boldness in their hearts. God, I pray that you give them boldness to do your work, that their lives may be a very uh, representation of the gospel, Jesus. Let them love their neighbor. Let them love you and love their neighbor. Jesus, let's do your work today. God, thank you for everyone who's watching today. In your name we pray, amen. Church family, it's good to talk to you today. It was an honor to give you the word. I'll talk to you later. Peace.